Just imagine how boring the world would be without emotions. It's good to feel, even the tough emotions. If we had no emotions, we wouldn't have joys. We couldn't get excited. We couldn't enjoy the good things. We wouldn't be proud of our children's accomplishments or even our own. According to the dictionary, the word emotion is both a verb, which typically expresses an action, and a noun that can serve as an object of a verb. In other words, we can say that love does something rather than feels something. An official definition is a mental state that arises spontaneously rather than through a conscious effort and is often accompanied by a physiological change that prepares the body for action, such as an increased heartbeat or respiration and often overt manifestation like crying or shaking. The popular saying goes, if it feels good, do it. Well, that sounds freeing, but feelings usually reveal themselves to be unreliable and a bit foolish at times. We can't live our lives solely based on emotions. Today on Grace Notes, our host, Barbara Sandbeck, begins a new series entitled Making the Best of Our Emotions. It's an exciting new topic, so please don't miss a single broadcast. I came across a clever prayer written by someone who surely understands where to go to get control over their emotions. It reads, Dear God, so far today, I've done the right thing. I haven't lost my temper. I haven't lied or cheated. I haven't been grumpy, greedy, nasty, or selfish. I'm very thankful for that. But in a few minutes, God, I'm going to have to get out of bed. And from then on, I'm probably going to need a lot more help. Amen. Yes, we do need help in using our emotions the right way. They are a powerful force within our mind. And because of this, we must yield them to God at the start of every day. Romans 12 a is a good start-the-day verse. It says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do we renew our mind? Through reading God's Word, communing with Him, and submitting to His will. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 2.16 that we, as believers in Jesus Christ, have the mind of Christ. That means we can act and react in a right manner in every situation. But it's our choice. Philippians chapter 2 says that in our relationships with one another, we are to have the same mindset as Jesus Christ, that of being a servant to humankind. This is so unlike society today. We want to be served, and when we're not, wrong emotions flare up. When emotions take over, we find it easier to act on what feels good now and pleases someone now. It's hard to think of the future and long-term effects of our actions. On the other hand, though, walling in our emotions can lead to ulcers, stress, or drug dependency. We can't build a shell to keep hurt out. We'd be like zombies, desensitized. We just need to remember that emotions must always be accountable to the faculties of reason because emotions without truth can be disastrous. We tend to think of our emotions as coming from our spirit. There are three spirits operating in the world today, the human spirit, the Holy Spirit, and the satanic spirit. Be careful which one is controlling you. God says we need to combine spirit with truth. The writer Miriam Neff states that the marriage of our minds and our emotions equals what Scripture refers to as the heart. Jesus talked about emotions in Matthew 22.37. He said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart 
and with all your soul, and with all your mind. Sounds like he wants us to love him passionately. Think about that. The only way we can truly love the Lord this way is to empty ourselves of our self and allow God to fill us with his love. This song speaks of the emptiness of anything that takes the place of God in our life. the spotlight when it burns bright to see how it gets in the blood and I've tasted my share of the sweet life and the wild ride and found a little it's not quite enough I know
Are you ever surprised by your response to an emotional situation? The barometer as to whether our actions in response to our emotions are pleasing to God is our conscience. It's God's built-in warning system. Be very happy when it hurts you. Be very worried when it doesn't. You see, God intended our emotions for good. After all, Genesis 1.17 reminds us that we are made in the image and likeness of God, so it's okay to have feelings. God has them too. God not only loves, He is love. 1 John 4.8 says, Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. According to Zephaniah 3.17, God experiences delight. The Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He will take great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Oh, that's so beautiful. Psalm 147.11 also says so. The Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. God can be both pleased and not pleased. Hebrews 11.6 says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. And Romans 8.8 reads, those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. Hebrews 13.15 and 16 records that God is pleased by our sacrifice of praise, and also when we do good and share with others. God is jealous of our affection, like a spouse would be. After all, He's done so much to win us to Himself. Deuteronomy 6.14-15a says, Do not follow other gods, the gods of the peoples around you, for the Lord your God, who is among you, is a jealous God. Note all of God's wonderful emotions listed in Exodus 34, 6b-7. And he, the Lord, passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding, or fully supplied, in love and faithfulness. Let's conclude our thoughts on God's love for us with this wonderful passage written by Paul in Ephesians 3:17b through 19. I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God.
This Grace Notes program is brought to you by Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Boston, Maryland, 21047. Their website is www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. Until then, let your Grace Notes be a song of praise.